You know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of life. To starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is The Andy Stork Show. Let's go. Welcome to the Own Your Career, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I'm excited that you're joining me today for another great interview to inspire you to take ownership of your career and your life to fulfill your true uh, true potential and achieve your goals. Now, if you have read my book or listened to me for a while, you know I am very big on using habits to achieve your goals, and part of habits includes, uh, or has, at least for me, has included using streaks to try to stay consistent. And a lot of people admire me for my consistency, for going out and doing the same things every day, like having a strong morning routine, reading, writing, uh, meditating every single day. Uh, I'm currently on a 369-day meditation streak, and I've done longer before. Uh, and exercise, everything else you wanna achieve. You wanna get into writing. I used a writing streak to write my book. Uh, so you know that Habits can be powerful and streaks can be really powerful to establish habits. Well, today I've got a great interview for you with Jeffrey and Jamie Downs, who are the authors of the book Streaking, the simple practice of conscious, consistent actions that create life-changing results. And Jeff and Jamie are a married couple. Uh, They're both accomplished in their own right. They have a lot of children, uh, a very busy life, and they realized that Uh, They needed to find a way to keep them consistent in doing the things that they really wanted or needed to do. For instance, Jamie talks about how she wanted to get better at reading to one or all of her children every day. And Jeffrey uh, talks about wanting to get better at writing every day so he can get a book done, among other things. And uh, so in this interview, Jeffrey and Jamie share their story as well as Uh, the model that they've created to establish a great streaking habit which will allow you to achieve your goals. Uh, And by the way, when we talk about streaking, uh, we're not talking about taking all your clothes off and running around town, though that might be fun. It probably won't help you achieve any goals unless your goal is to go to prison. Um, But we are talking about setting streaks like being consistent. I'm going to meditate every single day. I'm going to write every single day and check the box. So if you want to improve that aspect of your life, definitely check out the book, Streaking, and listen to this interview. Before we get into it, I want to remind you that I have a book called Own Your Career, Own Your Life. And in that book, I talk all about using habits to achieve your goals. So if you haven't read the book yet, you can go grab it on our website, ownyourcareerownyourlife.com, or you can get it on Amazon, of course. And if you have Amazon Prime, you'll have it in less than two days. If you have a Kindle, you can buy it on Kindle and have it right away and start reading it. Uh, As I record this, we have over 100 five-star reviews on Amazon. People are loving this book, and I am loving all of the great feedback and the stories from people who are putting it into action. So don't forget to go out and grab that book. And if you want more help, reach out to me because we are launching something special soon uh, that is going to be able to give you even more help with owning your career and owning your life in 2021 and beyond. All right, without further ado, here is my interview with Jeffrey and Jamie Downs all about streaking. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Jeffrey. Welcome to Own Your Career, Own Your Life. Thanks, Andy. Good to be here. We're glad to be on with you. 
Yeah, great to have both of you on. Uh, always fun to try to do a, an interview with two people. And I know you you guys have it down. You do a bunch of these. And uh, I'm, I'm really eager to get into your story. You know, when I got introduced to you and I saw your book about streaking and, uh, you know, all about using streaks and habits to go out and achieve your goals, I was like, oh my gosh, that is what I've been doing for the last five years. And I've been talking to people about it all the time, the importance of consistency and going out there and like creating habits to achieve your goals. And you've written a book about it. So how, how did all this get started? Man, you know, it's interesting, Andy, as you talk about how it gets started. I love the title of your podcast or book as far as own your career. One of the things that we looked at through our lives, Jamie and I have always been uh, aspirational. We've aspired to be, you know, certain people, certain ways, certain things. We have goals. We had, we have all kinds of goals that we want to accomplish in all areas of our life. And one of the things that the way that this whole thing got started is one of our goals, if you will, was to um, really be healthy. Now, when we state it in that way, you know, what we recognize is that being healthy is not really a goal because a goal is something you attain, you get, you know, it's a target you shoot for. So what we would do as far as goals is we would actually start, we were runners and we are still runners and we'd start running. And we set a whole bunch of goals to run either half marathons or full marathons um, and any of those. And we accomplished a lot of them. Jamie's run. How many marathons have you run now? Jamie? Two. Two. And I've run two and we've a score of half marathons and so forth. And so um, one of the things that happened as we were going in this journey, and we've been doing this now for what? Five years. No, the, oh, the streaking running? journey, but running. Yeah. Run, running's been closer to 19 years. Hmm. So 19 years we've been about this, about running. And we were getting a little bit worn on signing up for the next race, you know, and trying to get personal bests and everything else. And yeah. those had been our goals. And so as we started to figure out that we didn't want to um, run anymore, as far as not run in the sense of set a new goal for it, but run in the sense of... Uh, we we wanted to make it something that we could be physically fit, that we mm. could have the opportunity to be physically fit. So this is where the story begins. That's why I go into it. Uh, we had signed up for kind of our last race and we donated money to it because we didn't do a great running job. And so Jamie was exploring a little bit on what we could do differently. And this is where the whole story picks up. And, and it's interesting because we had been running for a while, but as we were doing, so we have lots of children and in and a significant age range. Right now, our oldest is twenty six, and our youngest is nine. Hmm. And so, what what we we wanted have seven was, children. Just to she seven. says like, we have what? seven. <laughs> I've heard people say I have lots of children. I'm like, how many children do you have? Seven. Of, that is a lot of children. So when we say we wanted to stay healthy, what we were really saying is we need enough energy in our older years to stay caught up with our younger children. Yeah. And, and, and as we were signing up for these races, I was recognizing that I was like training for a half marathon or a marathon takes a big chunk of time. And I was like, it's not that I necessarily want to be a professional marathon runner. I'm just trying to stay healthy and in shape so that I can stay up with these kids. And so that's kind of the basis of where I was. I was getting my hair done one day and I was kind of sifting through some news articles on my phone while I was waiting for my hair to activate. And I had this in the back of my head. And I always I love this, her hair to activate. I had to ask her what in the world that meant. I wondered about that too. <laughs> it's the difference between blonde and big bird yellow. 
It's a matter of time. <laughs> okay. It needs to activate the right amount of time and the right I did not know that. temperature so that okay. I look okay. blonde and not like Big Bird. Anyway, I was waiting for that to happen. Yep. <laughs> and I was sifting through some news articles on my phone. And I was getting a little depressed, actually, because a lot of the articles were just depressing. And, and, and I was like, I just don't want to read this crap anymore. And so I went to a conservative news site that I have trusted in the past. And the first article that, that came up was run a couple streak runs for 15 years. Hmm. And I was like, are you kidding me that even this website that I trust has this terrible article? And out of curiosity, I clicked on the article to find out what Andy, it was. she clicked on the article. Clicked on the article. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> and it was this endearing story about this couple that for the last 15 years has a streak that we, they would run every day a mile and that they hadn't missed it in 15 years. Wow. So this couple had been running one mile, at least a mile every day for 15 years. And as I read through the article, I had this little shift in my mind where I thought, huh, I wonder if I could switch from distance and personal best and all these things that you kind of think about when you're out running mm -hmm. to maybe I just can be consistent. Can I just run a mile every day? Yeah. And so I called Jeff who was getting on an airplane and I was like, Hey, do you want to, do you want to go streaking with me? I said, absolutely. <laughs> nice. Let's, do it. <laughs> Let's do this thing. <laughs> so after that she explained good. to me, yeah, what it was that uh, the streak was the mile, you know, run a at least one mile every day. We had talked about it and decided that what we would do is run or walk at least one mile every day. And we give ourselves one day off. So we took Sunday off and mm -hmm. we'd run or walk at least one mile Monday through Saturday. And that's where our streak started. Now that was 295 weeks ago. Hmm. So that's over five years that we've been running or walking at least one mile. Well, about 300 days into this streak, and this is where it gets good into really owning your career and owning your life. Yeah, We were... Um, about 300 days in, uh, we were, we were, we had been going very strong with the consistency and doing very well at it. And there was another part of my life that was happening that, um, I wasn't consistent with, and it has to do with my teeth. All right. So I have very bad periodontal disease and periodontal disease means that your teeth are fine, but your gums aren't. And so your teeth fall out of your head because of periodontal disease. Well, I had had a couple of very expensive surgeries in order to repair everything. And there's one thing that periodontists and dental hygienists will tell you when you to fight periodontal disease. And they say there's two things you always have to do. And that is brush and floss. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that is the one. You got to floss. And right. everyone knows that. Well, the one thing that I don't like doing and have never liked doing is flossing. Yeah, same here. I, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those things I, I'm not into it. And so, but because of these very painful surgeries, I would try and I would do everything. And this is where it got a little bit interesting because I've read a whole bunch of the habit books, the power of habit, mm. um, you know, uh, atomic habits, yeah. all of those different things. And so everything that they had recommended, I tried to do. I put triggers in place. I set up the environment. I put everything in place that I could to make this automatic. The, the dental floss was always set out so that it was right there so I could remind it. But anything I tried to do, it just wasn't automatic. So on the 300th day that we're on our running streak, I'm looking at myself in the mirror after I'd had a dental hygienist appointment, you know, a couple of days before, and I'm somewhat chastising myself. And I'm looking at myself in the mirror saying, 
what is your problem? Why can you not floss? All you have to do is floss and right. you could avoid thousands of dollars of surgery not and all kinds of pain, right? right. Yeah. And, and as I'm having this conversation with myself and looking in the mirror, I'm dressed in my running clothes and I hear the dental hygienist's voice in my head. And she said, you know, Jeff, just as, just as I had left my last hygienist appointment, you know, Jeff, flossing is a lot like exercising your gums. You just do it a couple of times a day and you'll be fine. Well, when those words hit my head and I saw myself dressed in my running clothes, I thought to myself, if I can run consistently for 300 days, yeah. surely I can set a streak to floss my teeth. And at that moment, we had this huge paradigm shift to, instead of focusing on the activity I was doing, focus on how long I can do the activity. Instead of looking at it as I'm flossing my teeth, look at it as how long, how many days in a row can I floss my teeth? Well, Andy, that right there was 1,788 days ago. And I have been consistent at that ever since. Mm. Now, here's the, so so when you teeth? start to how's think about this. Yeah, go ahead. What was that? I said, how's your teeth? How's your gums? They're awesome. I have not had any problems since then. Huh. And so at that moment, I, I ran into Jamie. And I remember this moment. I'm like, Jamie, if this works for flossing the teeth, we, this will work for all kinds of professional development, for personal development, for all kinds of things. And I immediately wanted to set, you know, 16 streaks in yeah. order to get things done. And Jamie is the more practical person in our relationship. And she's like, hold on just a second there. I think we got to figure out why this is working. What is it about this that makes it work as compared to anything else? And that's where we came up with the laws of streaking. Hmm. Right. And part of it, and it was interesting because this is when we started to evaluate. I was more hesitant as a, as a mom with a lot of things on my plate and my personality. I was like, I do not need something that I have to do every day that's going to make me feel guilty. Like I don't a big, need like a big commitment when life. you already have all these other responsibilities, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so I was hesitant and Jeff was really excited, but I also had, I did realize I was like, but we have been consistent in our running. Like there is something here. And so that's when we started. So my first streak had to do with my children. Um, at the time I had a son who was dyslexic and um, I knew everything you read tells you that if you read 20 minutes with your kids, like that's one of the best things you can do. And I know that, but getting it to actually happen in a busy family was something that was challenging. Yeah. yeah, it was hard to always make consistent. And so that had been weighing heavy on my heart. And I thought, if this can help with that, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to try. And so in an interesting way, we discovered the laws as we did this journey. And it was interesting because our running streak, the couple in order, the, the couple that was running the Shumways, they were a part of the Streak Running Association of America. And in order to be a part of that association, you have to run a mile every day for a year. And when I read that, I knew right away, I was like, I'm not willing to commit to that level of consistency. And so, mm -hmm. but I did look at myself and say, I can run or walk a mile six days a week. I know, I feel like I can do that. Mm -hmm. And so that was how the first law of streaking really came about almost accidentally, but it was in looking at myself and saying, okay, if my emphasis is on being consistent, not on what I'm doing, but on how long I can maintain this, then it needs to be really simple. Hmm. and and even laughably simple so that's the first law of streaking is that if you're going to start streaking 
Law number one is you need to make it laughably simple. What would so be an example of how you might violate that? Because yeah, you say it has to be simple. Like where do people make it too complex? Oh my goodness. There's so many ways. In fact, it's one of the hardest laws to achieve actually because we so want to make it complex. Um, the, the biggest challenge I found is that the switch from not what I'm doing, but how consistently can I make it? So like for me, it wasn't keeping track of how many books I read to the boys. I actually had to start the streak over a couple of times. And the first two times was because I had make it had made it too difficult. At first it was like, well, we'll read a chapter a day. And that was just too much. And then I thought, interestingly enough, I said, well, let's just read for five minutes a day. And even that sadly was a little too hard. So, so my current streak with the boys to read a book is I read five sentences a day to them um, because I needed it to be so simple mm. that no matter what I have, I have a measuring stick. There was one day in my life where all seven children were sick with the stomach flu and I was sick as well. And Jeff mm. was out of town on a trip and that people it, that actually doesn't happen very often that the entire family gets sick yeah. at the same time. Um, and this, and this time it did, and we were, it was terrible. And I look back and I think whenever I'm setting a new streak, I look at that day and I think it needs to be so simple that I could do it on that day. I could make it happen on that day because that's what I'm going for is that level of consistency that at least this much to keep it consistent. I can go more, I can go bigger if I want anytime, but if I'm trying to truly keep it as a consistent thing in my life. It needs to be small enough that on my worst day, when the bottom falls out, because we all have them, we have those yep. days that the bottom falls out and it, we weren't planning on it. And if I can keep my streak on those days, that's what I, that's my measuring stick. Yeah. Well, and uh, that totally makes sense. Um, so you want it to be simple and something that you can at least do the bare minimum. I'm sure there are plenty of days when you did more, you read more than five sentences, but exactly. um, I'm imagining on a day like that, when the whole family is sick and you are also sick, you probably didn't go run a mile. So do you give yourself no. grace throughout this process that, hey, are there, there are exception days where we're just not going to be able to run? I don't. So here's the thing. That's why my streak is not run. It's run or walk. Mm. And on those days, so these, and this is the benefit that I looked at is I look at that day and I'm like, here I am in this house where people have been sick all day. It doesn't smell so great. It's not, I'm not doing so great taking a few minutes to go outside and walk for just a few minutes mm. has allowed me to clear my head, allowed me to get outside and get a little fresh air and allowed me to take just a second and take a breather from what was going on at home. That's what I have found has been amazing about the streaks is that when you set them at the level that you can achieve, what you're doing is you're picking the things in your life that are important to you and you're making sure that they happen. Mm -hmm. And when the bottom falls out, there is something amazing about being able to look at your life and think, even on my worst day, I still did this thing and it benefited me. That's why I chose to make it a streak in the first place is because I knew that what I, that this is something that benefits my life and I wanted it to be a part of it. So you ask a great question because law number two of streaking is no record, no streak. So if you don't keep a record, you don't have a streak. You don't have I, a streak. And I wanted to uh, just emphasize one more thing on law number one, as far as where the actual name came from, because I, so 
like you, Andy, um, we had always wanted to write and write a book. And I loved, I've read, I've read through your book and I appreciate all the things that you're saying in there. It's so great. And we're excited to have you on our show to be able to talk about your book. <laughs> that's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, one of the things that we wanted to always do was, was write. And that's something that I'd always aspired to be is to be a writer. And I remember going to a um, big, basically conference that was all about personal and professional development. And have you ever heard, have you ever heard of Zig Ziglar? Have you heard that name? Of course. Yeah, of course. And that's everyone, you know, pretty much has heard of Zig Ziglar because he's one of the best motivational speakers in the world. Yeah. And one of the things that he did at this conference, at this conference, he spoke for, I think it was a to grand total of 35 minutes. And I remember one of the things he said, as far as writing his book, he said, look, all I did was write a page and a half a day and I was able to finish it in uh, you know, 300 days or something like that. Mm. I th and so I took that away and I thought, okay, well, just a page and a half a day. I did not realize how hard a page and a half of writing a day is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is crazy. So when, when we started this streaking journey, one of the things that I decided was that I wanted to write, I wanted to be a writer. And that's, as you look at who you want to be, your streaks start to line up behind that person. Mm. Well, the streak that I wanted to set was I knew to be a writer, I needed to write. I needed to do the thing that writers do, which was write. So as I looked at it and we considered law number one, which was make it laughably simple, I'm like, okay, well, what would be laughably simple for me? I'd already tried this page and a half, didn't work. I'd already tried to set a goal to have a book um, actually written by a certain date and that didn't work. I had tried writing a paragraph and that didn't work. Hmm. So I decided my laughably simple streak would be to write at least one sentence daily. That was it. And so that's what I, that's what I started doing is writing at least one sentence daily. We were presenting streaking to a young professionals conference and we were talking to them about the laws of streaking. Law number one being that you make it laughably simple. Hmm. And I had actually had on a slide this streak. It said, you know, write at least one sentence daily. And there was a person about three rows back that just started laughing out loud. <laughs> and, and the laugh was perfect because that's where we actually came. Because before that we had, you know, make it, make it simple. But then when she started laughing, it was like, no, it's got to be laughably simple. And here's the reason why. Laughably simple makes it doable every day. It's about a success every single day. And the reason she was laughing is because her laugh was, how is that going to make any difference? Yep. And I'll tell you right now, it doesn't make any difference done inconsistently, mm -hmm. but done consistently and you've written a book. That's or awesome. in Jamie's case with the boys, they've read 20, 30 books by this point in time. I, I think even more than that. There, there's all of a sudden all these vistas and all these things that open up. And to Jamie's point and what you asked earlier, we don't give grace. It's a streak or it's not a streak. So mm -hmm. if it's a 300-day streak and you miss one day, then you start over at day one. But what you can do is look at it and say, I've established credibility within myself because I know that I did that for 300 days. I'm going to go for a new streak of 301, 320, whatever that is. So that's where the record really comes into being is it's this record of consistency. We had a couple of experiences that showed us that that's really law number two. Law number one is make the activity on which you're streaking laughably simple. 
Law number two is keeping a record because that record allows you to see just how successful you've been over the last 10, 20, 100, 1,000 days, which is absolutely phenomenal. It gives you this boost of confidence. How do you, uh, I was going to ask how you typically track those things to, to make sure, because that's got to be easy as well, right? To, to track it and make sure you're on. And, and then my other question I wanted to ask there is too, is okay, you don't give grace as far as missing something. You miss it, the streak ends. Um, how do you give yourself grace when the streak ends and you need to start over? Because I've been in that situation with my own streaks and it's frustrating when you have a really long streak. Um, for instance, I uh, meditate every single day. And at one point I had a meditation streak of, I think it was like 960 days or something like that. And I missed a day and I was like, ah, I'm starting over after three years. This is a long time, but I guess this is what I get to do. Uh, but it's hard in that moment. Right. Do you want to take that, Jeff? Or do you want no, to you can go. It looked First like you of had all, I love, this is what, I love what you just said, where you're like, I've been doing it for 900 days and now I have to start over. Cause that is really what precipitated us writing the book is this idea of how can you have done something so many times and not have it be this habit that just happens without you thinking about it. And that's when we spent a really huge amount of time talking about what a streak is, what a habit is, and what a goal is, and, and recognizing that we wanted all of those things in our life. And what we realized is that we had been trying to turn things into habits that were never going to be a habit. These things that we want to be intentional in our life, we may become more familiar with them, but it will always be an intentional choice to have it be a part of our life. And, and that's just the fact of it. And, and once I kind of recognize that and, and, and change the way that I thought about things, I'm like, okay, when I look at things now, I look at it and I'm like, is this a goal, something that I'm trying to achieve? And then I'll, I'll cross that finish line and I'll have achieved it. Or is this a habit, something that I kind of do without thinking. And so I'll set up some routines around it. Or is this a streak where it's something that I'm going to have to be intentional in doing and keeping track of? And, and so you asked kind of, how do we keep track of it? And, and I love these questions because they go along with our journey where we reached a point where eventually we were like, we need an app. We need an app to help us keep track of these things. So that's part of what we've done is develop an app. Um, it's called Streaking and it's on the App Store or Google Play and you can download it so that it helps keep track of, of cool. Those so everything's right there on your phone. It's streaks. just really easy to like put it. I did it this day, yeah. I did this, this day, check, no check. Yep. And it tells you what, yes. what day you're on and, and when you need to start over and, and that sort of stuff. Right. All that great stuff. Yeah. The, the thing, because at first we set up streak sheets and I had an Excel spreadsheet and Jamie had her little Excel spreadsheet. Like yeah. A calendar and things like that. It was just like, so like the first law, laughably simple, we realized that it's got to be laughably simple to keep track of as well, or else it just, that's one of the things we heard most back from early people who had heard about streaking even before we wrote the book. They're so like, how do you guys keep track? And so we contracted with a great app developer and just said, these are the laws. This is the book. This is what we do. And they took all of that and put it into this beautiful little app that, like you said, it's we use hexagons as, as our trademark. And so you just check off each of these hexagons that you have either a daily, weekly, or monthly streak. And you just you know go down the list of what it is you want to do. So that keeps your record. And one of the, the other question that you asked, Andy, as far as when you break a streak, one of the things that I love about streaking is it helps you recognize what's valuable in your life. 
And that you had that reaction with, I miss this meditation shows the level of value that it is in your life. And you immediately want to start again. I mean, I had my, so my sentence writing streak, I value that streak. I love that streak at 245 days. I broke it. It just, I went to bed that night. And this is another part of law number two. I had, I had checked mentally things off in my head, but I hadn't really recorded it. And so I think I fell asleep while I was counting my streaks. I don't count sheep. I count streaks, <laughs> and, you know, kind of fell asleep. And when I felt, when I woke up, I shot up in bed at two in the morning. I'm like, no, because I had missed this, you know, three digit streak. Yeah. Um, and so what we recognized right there, and I actually set an, another streak, which is just to check my streak sheet daily. So I keep that streak running as well. Now the app kind of takes care of that now, but before yeah. we had the app, that was one of the things I had to be more intentional about. But the, the, the neat part about that sentence writing streak is I was frustrated, but I started over again right there. And now that particular streak is up over 1500 days uh, strong. And I know that I have written every single day, at least one sentence. And that's produced the, you know, books and articles and blog posts and letters and all kinds of things that I was not doing at all before there. Wow. So, so anyway, go ahead. Do you have a thought or a question? No, I like that. And, uh, you know, you, you may have saw, seen in my book that that's pretty much how I got my book done was I committed to writing 500 words a day. Um, I think, you know, for a hundred days, and I think they were, there probably were two or three days that I missed. So I wasn't, as focused on making it a specific streak, but on averaging at least 500 words a day, which is what I did. I wrote for four months basically and wrote 65,000 words. And I think my average was like 530 words a day or something at the end. But the, but the, the essence was there of like, I need to do this every day to yep. get into the habit, have a streak and, and get it done. And that's how I'm able to knock it out versus like, right. Oh, quit. I'll take some time off and then I'll try to get back into it. And then it's hard forever to ever get back into it. Absolutely. Well, right. so that that's a great point right there. We looked at it and Jamie and I talk about this a lot, that there's four tools on your development tool list on owning your career, owning your life. There's four tools that you have on your, on your tool belt. First one is, and these aren't in any order, but the first one that comes to mind is a goal. Everyone has heard about a goal and set a goal, some target that's out there that you want to attain. Like for example, you're saying, write, write the, book. the book, you know, yeah. write uh, at least 500 pages a day. The second tool that you have is actually streaks. And streaks are intentional activities that you're gonna do consistently with no end date. There's nothing, there's no end date in mind with these. The third tool is habits. And the fourth tool are routines. And those four tools on your tool belt give you just this array of opportunity. And when you use them in the right way, it helps you personally to grow into who you want to be. It's just, just a little side note. And I, I noticed as I read through your book, you know, old habit, new habit. What I loved about that is looking back at what are the behavior that I was doing and maybe unconsciously doing. And now, and what I would say is what's the streak that I want to set to do consistently and yeah. make that happen. That's a, I actually really loved that part of your book as you'd say, this was the old behavior. Right. And now what's the new, and I look at it and say, what's the new streak I want to do to become this person? Every day to become the person that exactly. I want to be, a writer, yes. a runner, a person, you know, a, a good mom who reads to her kids every day. That's whatever it is that you want to establish and become. You do it by establishing a minimum 
daily habit to do every there day. There you go. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's and and that's exactly it. Jamie, did you were you going to say something else? Well, I just loved I, like I was going to say in your book when you have your um, well, we call it a B statement, but you have the kind of a person that you want to be and that you repeat that to, your, to yourself every day. That mm. is exactly what a streak is, is it's just reminding yourself of who you want to be and doing it every day and then keeping track of it. And I love that the thing that's interesting, because you ask, you know, do you want to give yourself some grace? And I do want to give myself grace. I can't right. tell you how many times I'm like, I just want to give myself grace. But the thing that's interesting and why we kind of reach this place where we're like, it has to be every day or not at all. Like it has to be there all the time. And, and what it came away with is I'm like, that's really what builds that self-credibility in myself. It's, it's when I can say, I do this thing consistently. And it's said with an exclamation point, not a question mark, because I know I've got a record. I can tell you how many days I've been doing it consistently. And what that does inside of a person, the self-credibility and the self-confidence that it gives you in all kinds of situations is amazing. It's, and that's, that's part of what I love about this is the ability to be like, no, I do this. It may be small, but I can tell you, I do this every single day. And those small things, that's where that record starts to become very, your pride and joy. Cause you look at it and you're like, I've been doing this thing for 1200 days. Yeah. Like that means something. And you get to tell people about that. Did we miss any uh, rules or tenets of streaking? Third law. Oh, we third got one law. more law. Okay. What's the third <laughs> <Yeah>. law? <laughs> so the third law, as we were looking at all this, so first law, make it laughably simple. Second law, no record, no streak. We were asking ourselves, is there anything at all that has made this possible for us that we're overlooking, that we're not seeing, that we're you know, just looking past and all of a sudden in all of our research, because what we did to research this over the last five years is look at every single streak that we could possibly find winning streaks, consecutive streaks, all the different streaks that happen within professional life and personal life. We looked at as many as we could, and there's a lot out there. We're still researching it and looking at it. There was a third one that just popped out to us that we did not see until we recognized, and you'll, you'll appreciate this. And it exists right here. All streaks live in a community. And so the third law is create a community. As you look at it and consider it, it's the community that helps you to keep going when sometimes you don't want to go. You know, the streak will pull you along and sometimes you'll push the streak along. And when you're pushing, it's helpful to have a community of people. Like, for example, the United States Running Streak Association. It's a community of people that are all bound together in this one particular streak. I look at your community of people, Andy, and, and they're all bound together in this, uh, in, in this process of becoming who they want to be. Um, we found that across the board that streaks exist in a community. And there's, there's three levels of community. One is just the people who care about you and that are interested in whatever it is you're doing. That would be level one of the community. The second level of community is where we have the same interest. And so we have a similar streak. So for example, if we were both wanting to be writers, our similar streak may be to write at least one sentence daily. And so we help build each other in that particular area. In creating a community, and that's the beautiful thing that we loved about the app too, is you you can share a streak with any number of your friends so that they can give you confidence, uh, build you up, stoke you up and have those things. Once we recognize that, that's the three laws of, of streaking. It all came together. And 
and the one that pointed us home was to your point and what we looked at is who do you want to be and then just stack up your streaks behind that person or behind that person you want to be you aspire to be so it's fun to read your book because you intuitively have done a lot of these things where you look at it and you ask yourself okay who do I want to be? Who do I want to be as a person? Who do I want to be as a parent? Who do I want to be in my career? And, and owning that and taking the time to really vet that out and ask yourself those questions where you're like, okay, who do I want to be? I know who my parents want me to be. I know who my friends want me to be. I know who I'm being told I should be, but who do I want to be? And really taking the time to write that down. And then once you've done that, just like you've said in your book, then you start to look at it and say, okay, what do I need to do to be that person? And that's where we've loved streaking is that it says, who do you want to be? Develop a B statement. So you decide who you want to be. And then around that, decide the things that you would need to do consistently to become that person. Yeah. So, so I love it, Andy. What I've been thinking of a visual and the visual is this, the streaking book sits on a shelf and your book sits right on top of it. And the streaks power what you're trying to do and what you say to do in your book. It's like, I would love someone to set a streak to listen to the Andy Stort show at least once weekly because you have all these great things. Wouldn't that be beautiful? I mean, it's just all of a sudden, all these great ideas come to mind and all these things. And it's so simple. Actually, Jamie has a streak of what is it open or or tap on a Ted talk at least once weekly. Yes, listen to a Ted talk once a week is one of my And, and, and it's those type of streaks now that really get exciting because as I look at my own professional development, you know, one of the things like you, I want to be, I want to be of service to others through enthusiastic and engaging lead, speak and teach and writing. And so to do that, I've got just a, a few streaks that I do every single day, writing at least one sentence, reading at least one paragraph in a nonfiction book at least daily. And that's at 1,680 days nice. and reviewing at least one vocabulary word daily. That's at 1,466 days. That type of, um, when I look at that, what I feel inside and then what I want others to feel, I just, I just want to challenge them to go on this streaking journey as well, because mm-hmm. it is so significant and real as far as being able to actualize consistency. Right. I love it. Let's all go streaking. Uh, yeah. And one other thing I heard there, because I, you know, like you, like you said, and I appreciate you reading my book and bringing a lot of this stuff up, I'm big on using habits to achieve goals. Uh, one thing I hear from you also, that's not necessarily, not necessarily something I've talked about in my book or anywhere else is that you can use streaking to establish those habits that you are resisting, like flossing, or something else, you're like, I just can't make myself do this. But if I put it in a streak and check in with myself daily, then I'm, there's a much better chance of me getting it done. Right. Big time. And in fact, one of the things that we do, and we, we start to be purists a little bit with the language, is we separate out the habit and the streak. And to say, the habit is really what you do automatically without thinking, like mm-hmm. f- how you fold your arms or how you get home from the grocery store or how you tie your shoe. It's something that if you wake up in the middle of, and you realize that you weren't even thinking about it, that's a habit. I can tell you to date, even though I've now flossed my teeth for 1,778 days in a row, <laughs> it, is, it is never a habit. It is something that I consciously think about. Now, is it easier? Sure. But when, here's, here's where the habit comes in. So the streak is actually deciding to go ahead and floss my teeth twice daily. The habit 
is how I do it. I don't think about how I actually floss because that's pretty much habit and it goes all the way through and I don't want to think about it. But I'll tell you this, I never wake up in the middle of flossing my teeth thinking, when did I start flossing? It's always a very conscious decision. And that's what I want it to be because I think sometimes we get caught in the idea that to be to that growth can become automatic that all these people are that are wonderful and fantastic had some gene to where they could be automatically growing and what we've found is that growth is not automatic but it is aided by things that we do automatically habit and routine but it's consciously we consciously grow and so you deliberately choose the two or three streaks that you want to keep in order to be that person. And then you set some goals that you may fail or succeed at. And this is the beautiful part is you, when you succeed or, or fail at a goal, you fall to the success of your streaks. Because just like what you said, even after we had published the book, right? The deadline came and everything else. The next day I wrote a sentence. Mm. And the next day after that, I wrote another sentence. And the next day after that, I wrote another sentence. And so there wasn't this porpoising effect but yeah. it was just continual growth. Yeah. Right. That's really good because I haven't really done much writing since I finished writing my book. Uh, <laughs> so I like that. Um, we got to wrap this up. Uh, I like to finish by asking uh, a same question to everybody. Your book is called Streaking. My book and this podcast is called Own Your Career, Own Your Life, which I know you've checked out. Uh, when you first heard that or when you hear that term, uh, own your career or own your life, what does that mean to you? Jamie, we'll start with you. All right, I'll start. To me, it means taking responsibility for the things that I want out of my life. It's, I, love, I loved reading in your book where you talked about taking that first step where you're like, you really need to think about who you're going to be. And then when you say you need to write it down, like you really need to write down what you want. I love that. That's taking responsibility for it and owning it. And that's really what I've loved about streaking as, as Jeff and I talked about earlier, I've been hesitant because I didn't want something that would hang over my head and make me feel guilty if I missed. And as I've done my streaks, it has helped me to look at these things and say, life gets busy and life gets crazy, but there are certain things that I want to be a part of my life and I'm making them a part of my life consistently. And I love that in that way, I'm taking control and saying, this is what's important to me. And I'm gonna make sure that it happens every day. Even if it's just a tiny little bit, it is still happening every day. And as I do a little bit every day, it ends up being and growing and building upon itself. And I start to look and think, not only am I doing these things, but I'm truly starting to become the person I want to be. Mm. And that to me is starting to own my own life. I love that. Jeff? So what I thought about is two things. One, I'm not a victim. I'm not a victim of circumstance. In other words, my environment and everything else is going to have impact on me, but I'm not a victim of that. I can take control of owning my career and owning my life. I, you know, it'd be fun to talk to you about a couple of other things that have happened in, in my career as well, where I did act like a victim and it hurt me badly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I bring that up because also in your book, you talk a little bit about that, where in your life you were there. Same with me. Um, that's, that's the first thing is when I own my career and own my life, I'm not a victim to circumstances. I am able to go past what it is that the environment is providing and do what I need to do. The second thing that I'll say is when I think about own your life, own your career is actually in a, in, in this story. And I'll end with this. Um, 
Jamie talked about her streak of reading to the boys at least, you know, five sentences daily. And she's been doing that now for thousand, I don't know, a thousand or some odd days, something significant. She has that streak in <laughs> where it is. The neatest part of that whole story actually happened about four weeks ago. The reason she started that streak is because Bowen, who is our sixth child with dyslexia, did not enjoy reading. He hated reading. He didn't like it at all. It was a chore for him. It was work for him. It was things. So what Jamie was establishing and trying to do is give him the love and the joy of reading rather than this work. Well, about four weeks ago, all right, after years, how long did you just look it up? How long was yeah, it? Yeah, 1,244 days. So 1,244 days. So think about this. This was plus, just four weeks ago. Plus the 200, right. that 240 that I missed when I missed a day. So No grace, <laughs> Jamie. Sorry, it doesn't count. No grace. 1,244 days. That's the real one. 1,244 days. So the, um, that four weeks ago, we came down the stairs and Bowen was sitting on our living room couch and he was reading a book on his own. Mm. And he was doing it because he enjoyed it. That is the power of owning your life and owning your career is you pick up the joy of life. So when you are consistent, when you do those things that make you become who you want to be, make a goal, hit a streak, keep your habits, do your routines, own those, then you can become exactly who you want to be. I love it. I love it. Uh, so much great stuff there. Uh, Jamie, Jeff, this has been awesome. Where can people get your book? If people want to follow you um, and, and learn more, where should they go? So Streaking Mastery is our website, streakingmastery.com. Uh, everything, if you look up Streaking Mastery, that returns everything us. Now, if you look up streaking, that's a little bit iffy, but Streaking Mastery, it'll get you there. Get you there. Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Indie Books, our book is at all of those different places. And the streaking app, like Jimmy mentioned earlier, is uh, at oh. uh, yeah Apple, uh, the Apple App Store or Google Play. And then I was also, we also have the Instagram feed and everything, and it's all Streaking Mastery, so... Cool. Well, thanks, Jamie. Thanks, Jeff. This has been awesome. I'm going to go think about what streak I'm going to start later today. Uh, thanks for coming on. This has been fantastic. I know it's been great for our listeners as well. I uh, hope you have a great day. Thanks, Andy. Appreciate Thank it. You. All right. Cheers.